גמרא בבא קמא, דף קג, מסכת דליקטית והצלחה בחיילי צבא, פדיון השבויים והחלמת ברפואת החולים, לקיים לנו חכמי ישראל, רפואה שלמה חכם יעקב הלל בן קלארס חתון, חכם יעקב עדס, חכם יהודה עדס, אין לה רפואה להם, רפואת הנפש, רפואת הגוף, ואתם כרבה לבוא וכן יהיה רצון ולומר אמן, להזדף רפואה שלמה Shimon bin Simcha. And we begin uh, today's daf on Kuf Bet Amud Bet. We're going to start from We're going to start from Tanur Abanan. It's on the bottom of the Amud. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten lines up. So the Braita, Tanu Rabbanan, Halokeyach Sadeh B'Shem Chavero. So a person purchases a field in the name of his friend. En kofin otolim kor, we don't force him to sell. Vim amarlo al menat, but if he told him that that's the condition that I'm buying the field, kofin otolim kor, then we force him to uh, sell. Mike Amar. Yamara says, what is this talking about? So we don't know. This is a Braita that needs explanation. So the Yamara will tell us the case. Mike Amar. Amar of Sheshat, Achik Amar. So this is the Kavana of the Braita. So the guy buys a field from his friend, uh, but he buys it uh, in the name for the purpose of the Exalok, it's the, the government uh, head in Bavil. And therefore, when they wrote the Shtar, they wrote the Shtar not to the guy standing there, they wrote the Shtar for the Rezgaluta. Now, why would he do that? So that she says, uh, doesn't want anybody to come along and say it's, it's their field, and start to produce documents and things like that. So he scares them away by saying, Neresh Galut, Paul, who's going to come up against Neresh Galut? But Mumai is really buying it for himself. So now the deen is, En kofin oto resh geluta lemkor. Which means, even though the real purchaser sounds like owns it, but they can't force the resh galut subsequently to write him a star to say really that it belongs to him. Because now the star really claims that the real owner of the field is the Resh Galut. En kofin oto, oto is the Resh Galut. You can't force the Resh Galut to sell it, meaning to write a star uh, to, to transfer it over. Why? So that she says, En kofin Resh Galut al-Lahzor, v'lechtov shtar mechira shehum makhra l'lokeyah. V'im, but the Braita then said, V'im amar al-menat, However, if uh, the uh, purchaser said, I'm buying the field on condition that the Resh Galut uh, writes me a shtar mechira uh, afterwards, then you force the Resh Galut to write. And then she says, Which means, that's the Braita, and now we know the case. Now we need the analysis. Amar Mor. Amar Mor is going back to what we just stated. 
and we're going to isolate it and make analysis. So he bought the field, but he bought it in the name of the Reshkaluta, and Kofin Oto Reshkaluta Lemkor. Again, you can't force the Reshkalut to, to sell. Reshkalut doesn't want to uh, write Shtarot. Uh, uh, it's, it's a bushah for the Reshkalut to sell property. So you can't force them to say, I write us, because you're asking me, well, let them write it, what does it cost them? They, they didn't buy it, and it doesn't cost them any money to write a start. So they won't have to write documents. There's a document online now that says this Galut sold the property. You can't force them. So the Gabbara says, fine. Put that aside. But there's a, there's a diuk that we make here. Mechlal, the mikna kan yaleh. Smashwa that the sale is a sale. The sale belongs to who? The guy who bought it. And not the guy that they claimed that they're buying it for. Lema priga te bene ma'arava. That goes against what we've been learning on the previous staff. From the rabbis of Bnei Ma'arava, the Amne Vechi Mi Hodio LeBal Chitin Shiyakne Chitin LeBalabayit, which means, according to the Ma'arava rabbis, that a person can only buy something from his friend if uh, the mocher knows who he's selling it to, and the mocher in this case thinks he's selling it to the Resh Galut. But we say the Resh Galut doesn't kone. Who's really kone? The real kone. So you see that he doesn't have to know who he's selling it to, so long as. The money was transferred. It goes to the to, to, to the one that paid the money, like like Shemuel said. So therefore, this would be a, a, a question against Bnei Marava. Bnei Marava asked on the previous da. The guy knows uh, who told the Bal Chitin that when he's selling it to Reuven, Reuven's really partners with uh, Shimon, and therefore the sale shouldn't be valid. How can we ask him half the profits? That was the question we asked on yesterday's da. So therefore, what's the premise that Bnei Marava have? They have to know. The seller has to know who the buyer is. In this case, remember, the seller thinks the buyer is Nesh Galut. So why is it we'll call the, the real buyer the Uven? Why is the Uven Kone? Put, put it aside whether the Nesh Galut has to write him a separate start or not. But it sounds like the Kenyan is Hal. So therefore, that's a problem against the opinion of Bnei Marava. So the Gemara says, no, no, imishum halakasha. That's not an issue. Don't, 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 don't think that's a problem. Because, kegon de od'ele ba'al sadeh v'od'inu lesahadeh. No, he actually told the Ba'ala Sadeh what he's doing. And he told the witnesses. So everybody knew in, in, in that, in that uh, transaction who the real buyer was. He was just doing it to scare off other people that were not there. That they shouldn't come up with documents and say, oh, it's really my field. So therefore, in, in the street, everybody thought it's Tadesh Galut that's buying it. Which was actually, actually was his, his objective. But in the courtroom, whatever, in the, in, the, in the office where they were buying the building, everybody in the office knew exactly... Who the real uh, purchaser is? So the Gemara says, "Oh, so we're talking about everybody knew." Sefa. So could you do me a favor? Could you explain me the sefa of that Braita? Almenat. If it says Almenat, where he says I'm buying it Almenat to, 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 to give it uh, Almenat that the Galut will write me a uh, an additional document. Kofin Oto Desh Galuta. Uh, so we forced the Rishkalut. Now, what does Rishkalut got to do with anything? Why just because he stipulated with with, uh, with the seller, can that force the Rishkalut to do something that he doesn't want to do? Amai! Velema Rishkaluta lo yekadaichu ba'ina velo zilutaichu ba'ina. I don't want your respect and I don't want your disrespect, which means you respect to me that you've obviously think that I'm feared, that's why you're 
you know, using this as an intimidation <laughs> tactic against other people. So I'm not interested in your respect, nor am I interested in your disrespect that you forced me to write a star, and it looks like the Israel sells fields, and we don't sell anything. So therefore, what, just because he said Almenat, what should that have to do and force the Israel uh, to doing something that is compromising him? So the Gemara says, uh, look at Ashi, Lo yikalaychu, respect, what's the respect? Sha'asitem oti rosh lahatil ema, Obviously, you're using me to intimidate. Right? You're turning to me. You're turning me into a seller of fields, which uh, that's not that's not a respectable thing for the neshkalu. So therefore, that cannot be the case. So now we got to go back to the drawing board. Ela amar abayim, hakik amar alukayach sadeh b'shem chaviro resh geluta. Sounds like it's the same case that he went and he bought a field. Uh, in the name of his friend, who happens to be uh, the Resh Galut. Uh, but again, he actually bought the field for himself. So the deen is, uh-huh. So now, the bright as la short is, uh, We cannot force the seller to sell again. What do you mean sell again? He sold it already. Which means... You cannot force them to write a second star that really puts the purchase from the mocher to the lokeya. The first star said resh galut. He can't force the seller to write him a second document that says, uh, you know, really who the real purchaser is. But if he says, listen, I'm only buying it on that condition, then then of course you could force the mocher to actually write that Second document, Rashi. En kofirit ha-mocher lahzor v'lichtov shtar mechira acher l'lokeya. Shayalu latnot u'lidio katuv shtare b'shem v'eshkeluta sh'im yasu asikin ar'elen shul v'eshkeluta v'katuv di shtar acher b'shmi sh'lo yevo ayom olamachar yorshe roshkeluta l'tuv avimeni. If you would have stipulated from the beginning, listen, I wanted one star for the Neshkalu just to scare the people so nobody will come along with documents to claim it's their field. And I want a second star just so the Neshkalu's Yorchim one day don't come against me and try to take, take the field. If they would have stipulated that from the beginning, Almenat, that he has to keep his word. Dimamadlo, continue the Braita. Almenat, kofin et kor. Now the Gemara with the new interpretation goes back to an Amar Mor. And who's the You can't force the mocher afterwards and say, I want you to write me another star. Write me another star to me. And then basically you're going to have two starot on one field. So Gabriel says, Peshita. What do you have to tell me that for? Why would I think that he can force him? It compromises the, uh, the seller because now it looks like he's doing something tricky. He, he sold the, star, the, the field to two people. He doesn't want his name to be on the market now that he's a, he's a shady character that writes, uh, sells one field to two people. It's Peshita. You might have thought, The lokeah, the purchaser, the real purchaser, can say to the mocher, You know, you knew that I bought the field really for myself. And to save the uh, uh, field, uh, I, I told you to write it to the Resh, Galut. Lo Shadina. What do you think? I'm throwing my money for, in, in, in the wind? 
Do I'm going to waste my money? I just want to, I'm going to buy a field and pay all this money to let uh, the Nishkalutz, uh, you know, inheritors one day uh, come take it from me. That was the intention. I bought it. Al that you're going to do that, meaning it's built into the to the agreement. A, even without saying Amenat, why else when I buy the field and put it in the Neshgalut's uh, uh, name and give you money, it's unspoken, but it's obvious that I wanted another shtar. the seller can say, which means uh, the tonight that you made with the Resh Galut, that you bought it in his name, and you spoke uh, that he shouldn't, you know, uh, you know retract. Let him write a, uh, uh, another Resh. What do you want from me? Uh, I sold it to you. I'm not, I'm not writing another Shtar. Uh, she says, Meaning to, to strengthen it, uh, he gives you another example of that. I, mean, I want to strengthen my position. Fine. So now the Gemara says again. The Amaleb, the Mocher, is able to say back. I thought in Yana Abdelak Badeu the Zanat LeBishmer. I thought you were dealing with the Neshkalut. Uh, I thought he's going to make Mustad. I, I didn't think you're throwing your money away, but I assumed that when you're buying the field from me, you made a deal already with the Neshkalut, and he's going to give you the uh, the second start. So therefore, you can't say that I assumed and that I should have, should have assumed that I'm the guy that has to write you the second star. Adraba, I thought that uh, you already negotiated with the Neshkalut, that he's going to write you the second star. So if it wasn't Almenat, he cannot force him after the sale to write him a uh, second Almenat. Uh, but if he told the seller, I'm only buying it Almenat, then then indeed, you could force the guy to write him a shita. Peshita. That's also pashut. You, you, you made a deal. Now, la tzarich adamale ulesadikame So the lokeach told the edim that were in, present in the uh, in the sale. Hazu dishtara acharina kabaina. So uh, he told the witness, listen, I'm buying this field, but I'm telling you now, I need another shtar. We didn't know you want to start from our client or from our uh, from this guy from the seller. We thought you meant you want another start from the Lesh Galut. We didn't know that you meant uh, from uh, from. It wasn't clear. He didn't say I want to start from the seller. He said, "Listen, sale only is going to happen if I get another start." Of course, he meant another start from the seller. But the witnesses could come along and say, the, 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 the seller could say, oh, I didn't understand that. I, mean, I thought when you said you needed another start, you meant it from the Reshkalut. What did I say it in front of you? If, if I was getting it from the Reshkalut, why, why, why did I be toreach to say this whole stipulation so you could hear it? The only reason why I said it in front of you so you could hear it, because I want the start from you. If I was getting to start from the Resh Galut, I would have to tell you my business, what I'm doing with the, with, with the Resh Galut. So therefore, that's that. Rab Kahana Yahab Zuza Akitna. Rab Kahana gave money for Pishtan. Um, and therefore, uh, but he didn't pick up the Pishtan. He left the Pishtan in the uh, possession of the Mokhir with intention to pick it up at a later time. Lesof Aikar Kitna. Listen to a story. In the interim, the Kitna, the Pishtam, went up in value. 
So the guy that was selling the pishtam sold the pishtam without the permission of Rav Kahana with intention to give Rav Kahana the profit. So that guy seems like an honest guy. He, you know, he's not looking to take anything for himself. He sold it, made a profit, and he's going to give him the, uh, the, the, the money. So Rav Kahana comes in front of Rav to see if everything's okay with this, uh, with this deen. He said, what should I do? Should I go take the money? Or maybe this is like the beat. Because really, it looks like a, a, a loan in the sense that uh, I gave him money and I didn't get product. And he's holding my money. And now he's giving me back more money. So is that a, is that a debit issue? It's not really a transaction in the sense we didn't transact over here. I didn't get, I, I didn't give money and get a product. I gave money and uh, I'm waiting. So basically, it could be the money that he's holding is like a loan, you know, till 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 till, till, till he produces. And all of a sudden, I gave him a hundred, he's been back two hundred. So it smells maybe like the beat. Amarle. So Rav told them, "I kazavne amre haikitana de kahanahu." If when he sold it to you, he said, uh, uh, to, or, or, or if when he sold the, the, the pishtan to the buyers for a profit, if he, the new guy, if he told them, listen, this is not my pishtan. This pishtan belongs to Kana Zil Shekol. Then no problem. Because basically, he's not giving you the money. The money's coming straight from the, 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 uh, the, the, the buyer. He, he's just, uh, he's just the, uh, the messenger. He's the mailman delivering the money. Which means, if he told the, uh, the buyer of the pishtan, by the way, this is not my pishtan. This is Rav Kana's pishtan. So therefore, although Rav Kana gave you money, but where is he getting the extra money from? Directly from the buyer of the pishtan. Because he knew who he's selling it to. So therefore, you're right, it's going through your hands, but you're just a mailman to, to, to deliver it to, to Rav Kana. Right? So therefore, there's not, that's not a problem of uh, the beat. However, However, if they didn't say who it's for, who owns the kitna at the time of the mechira, don't take the money, because that could look like the beat. Now, obviously, it's not a beat to Olaita. We know that he didn't give the money as a loan. And he didn't put a fixed price of how much money he's going to get back in profit. We know it's an interest. But it's, uh, it looks like a beat. But what do you see from over here? You see over here that when you're selling over here, the, uh, the, 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 the person that's selling or buying the, uh, the kitna and giving the money, he has to know who he's buying from. And that's why he told them. It really was not kanaz. So therefore, the kauram, what's the difference if they don't want to? In mitziut, it's not kanaz kitna. We're saying, no, we told them. If they know... Then already it's considered Afghanaz. If they don't know and they think it's you, then it's not Afghanaz. Who's that? Like Ma'arava. That's like the Rabbis of the Ma'arava that said, what? Keman, Kibne Ma'arava, the Amre, Mi Hodi Ole Bal Chitin, Shiakne Chitin, the Malamot. Back on yesterday's day, remember they said, who told the Bal Chitin that there's a partner? They think they're selling it to you. So it seems that you have to know exactly who, who's transacting. According to Shemuel, doesn't matter. The guy who gives the money, it's assumed that he's the guy, and uh, uh, regardless, we, we look at the real owner regardless. But here, according to Bnei Malaba, 
it's got to be known. And you see, from Rav, it sounds like it's got to be known. Because listen, uh, if you told them, Rav Kana, then it's fine. If you didn't tell them, it's not fine. So it sounds like that we have a proof for Bnei Marava. So the Gemara says, but it's strange. Rav is going to go like Bnei Marava. And she says, this question is Bitmiha. Keman, Kibnei Marava, Bitmiha. Kedomar, Damlina, Mihodian, Lelokhin, Shiyekru, Shiyeknu Ma'otem, Lerav Kana, Lefikak, Lozachabahim. So the Gemara comes along and says, wait, before you get to this over here, uh, um, Rabbi, wait, wait, before, before you get to this over here, the Gemara is saying, Keman, Kibnei Ma'arava, the Amri Mihodi Or, the Baal Chetin, Shiyakne Chetin, the Baal Ma'ot, Again, according to the shita of, of B'nai Maraba, a person cannot uh, be maknes something uh, uh, from his friend unless the guy who's uh, uh, selling it knows exactly who he's selling it to. And therefore, in this case over here, if the guys who were selling the, or buying the pishtam and giving the money, if they knew that they were doing it for Navkana, good, that's not a problem. But if they don't know, so it's going to uh, be a problem. So therefore, uh, um, according to this, uh, you take him in Ma'araba, and that's what it looks like uh, the beat. According to the other rabbis, which means Shemuel that argues him in Ma'araba, and therefore, what, what's the difference? It always should be going to Ravkana, because it's Ravkana's uh, uh, Pishtam. So then, what do I care whether the guy knew or not? It should never be a problem of the beat, because whether he knows or not, it's still going to Ravkana. According to Shemuel, we go with the Bitsiut. Who's the owner of the item? Whether the guy who, who sold it to him knows or doesn't know, that's immaterial. So according to Shemuel, there's never a problem with the beat. According to the Ma'arava, you got to explain it to them. So therefore, you tell me that Rav is going like Ma'arava? So the Ma'arava says, wait, that's, that can't be. Atu, miyahiv rav kahana arba v'shakil tamneh. He says, wait, before you go into further, well, you, you're giving me a beat issue over here. Did rav kahana give the Baal pishtan four zoos as a loan with intention to get eight zoos, which would be a uh, repeat issue. Now the Gemara is questioning the whole repeat story over here. Wait, did he give him a loan? He didn't give him a loan. Which means he gave him a small amount of money, like a down payment, just to you know, lock in the, uh, the purchase. And the Pishtan went up because uh, it went up. And therefore, uh, uh, the Pishtan was really belonging to Rav Kahana, uh, because Rav Kahana made, obviously, a Meshicha on the Pishtan before, uh, uh, before. so therefore it was his. So therefore, uh, uh, if that's the case, that we're learning, that really he gave some money. And he made a Meshicha on the Pishtan. So who's the real, full-fledged owner of this Pishtan? Rav Kahana. And now what did this guy do? He went and sold it. Hold it. Sold it. You're a gazlan. He has no right to sell it even if he's going to make enough kahana, a profit. You're selling somebody else's uh, uh, merchandise. Migzal gazluha. Utnan. And we learned on Tzadigimal. We learned on, uh, I think, Samicheh. Kola gazlanim mishalmin kish'at hagezelah. That uh, all, uh, all the gazlanim, they pay kishat hagezela, which means, so the bala pishtan, she, she's these guys over here, they have to pay rav kahana 
according to the uh, price of the pishtan uh, at the time that they uh, that they sold it, and uh, that's that's the time that's the time of the gazela. So therefore, what's the difference if the konim, if the buyers had kabana to be makne the kesef to have kabana or not? Regardless, there was no uh, 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 issue over here of isuda meat. Between Rashi, she says atu. You see atu. What do I care if they were magnet to Rav Kahana or not? V'chi Rav Kahana atid liton ma'ot haya. He wasn't planning on taking ma'ot. He was buying pishtan. V'yitol the beach and atan no dan v'yitol chet. That wasn't Rav Kahana's intention. V'alo pishtanu haya noten. V'chol makom shaya sham shelo haya. V'elu shemachlu these guys that sold it, they stole it. They had no right to sell that Kana's Pishtan. What's the law? You pay what the item is worth at the time that you stole it. So let's say that Kana bought the Pishtan for four. It's not a loan. He bought it for four. He picked it up. It's his Pishtan. But he didn't pick it up, meaning bring it to his uh, possession. And now what? The guy who was in his possession, meaning physically, he went and he sold it in a profit. You know what we call that? We call that a gazlan. No right to sell somebody else's item without asking him. So, huh? Don't we have tabahum akhar? It would pay four or five? That's only with animals. That's only with animal. So now, so now what do we do? We have a rule. Call the gazlanim, mishalmin, kishat gizila. How much was this worth at the shat gizila? It went doubled. We went eight. So therefore, there's no repeat over there. Kaiser <laughs> Gazlan, he has to pay back. So what does this guy do with anything? This got nothing to do with whether the guy knows, whether the guy doesn't know. It, it, it's a very simple case. So therefore, the Gemara is coming along to ask over here, what do I care if the uh, guys who bought the uh, uh, Pishtan know who owns it or doesn't know who owns it? It's very simple. The guy who sold it is a Gazlan, and therefore, he has to pay and it should not make a difference at this point over here what the intention of the uh, uh, of the buyers of the of the pishtan was, and therefore there shouldn't be a beat issue over here bichlal. But the problem is, Rav told him it's a problem. Rav told him when Rav Kana went to Rav for the for the, for the she'ira. Oh, if they know, then it's okay. But if they don't know, and the rabbi is asking, well, why should that make a difference? So the Gemara said, "No, Amre, Hatam Amana Havai." The case of Rav was not the case you just said where he gave the money and he made a kinyan on it, and Rav Kana really owned it. That was the case for sure. Whatever we just said is true. He's a gazlan; he has to pay kishat to gezela. There's no problem with the beat. But this was an issue of amana. Uh, what's amana? Meaning he paid, he prepaid. Uh, to lock it in, so to speak. Trust. I mean, that basically is trust. Which means, He never made Meshikah. Because there was no Pishtan. There's, there's no Pishtan. But basically he wants to lock in the, the cheap price for the Pishtan. So uh, when the Pishtan comes on the market, already he has, uh, he has uh, 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 first rights. Right? He, has, he has a stock in it. So therefore, there was no Pishtan around. But he made a condition that... Um, uh, 
when the Pishtan comes out at the higher price, there's only an option. And therefore, he already bought the option to buy it at the, at the lower price. But he didn't make Meshichah, because he's not buying anything that's, that's there yet. Now, uh, if, the, uh, if the Bala Pishtan would have kept that, that deal, and would have given it to them, meaning the Pishtan itself, after, that's no debate, that's called business. You bought Pishtan, and uh, you got Pishtan, there's no, uh, no, no, no issue over there. Even though the Pishtan went up. Why? Because that, that's not a loan. That's called business. That's what you do. You buy something cheap, and you make a profit on the item. Otherwise, they, if you say that that's the beat, so then you, you, just, you just undid, undid all, 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 any profit taking. So therefore, since it's in the context of, uh, of business, it's okay. But that's only if he would have returned them back, the Pishtan, when it came out. However, <coughs> they sold the Pishtan, meaning they sold the expensive, uh, appreciated Pishtan, and now they wanted to give the money, just the money, to Ravkana. So Rav already said, that looks like, oh, you gave money and you got more money. It's not really the Bito right, obviously, but that already looks like the beat. Now, why, 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 what's the problem? Rav follows his reasoning in Baba Metzi'ah, which means you could do this thing that you could give money now and get more expensive perot later on, zero problem. However, you can't do that to receive the higher price of perot in money. Because you gave money and you're getting more money, that looks like already a situation of, um, uh, of the beat. Now, that's only talking about where it's a problem, according to Rab, where the, the owner of the perot gives the, the profit from, from his money. But if the, if the purchaser knows that it's really an amana that Rav Kahana has, so we look at it as if it's coming from the purchaser directly to Rav Kahana, and the other guy just the middleman, there will not be a situation of Rebid. And that's and that's the situation we have over here. And let's read Rashi. Amanahabai. Shinatan Dahem Maot Mamana. Velo Ayala and Pishtan. Kishikiblu Damin. There was no Pishtan there to say that he made a Meshika. Futures. Futures, exactly. Vitnu Emo Gisharazol. He bought it and stipulated when the price was cheap. Litenno Kolashana Bishaarze. That he wants to get this price he locked in. The whole entire year, even if it goes up. So then it says, You can give the cheaper price now, in order to get back. He cannot give the appreciated value of perot in money. Why? Because it looks like the mercy Shakil Arba. He gave three coins and he got back four. Abotai, I know it's not the beat to Oraita. It wasn't a loan and he's not giving him interest. He's giving him the appreciation. But that's Rav's opinion. And that's the whole story over here. And that's why he said, listen, if the guy who bought the Pishtan knows that it's really Rav Kahana's uh, option, so then already it looks like it's coming from the purchaser. To him, and therefore we don't say it's in Yan of, of the beat. And therefore, that's why Rav said uh, what he said, and therefore everything makes sense. Matniti. Right, this is also 
the beat impropriety. Right, so it's a Marit Ayn almost, but... It's a Marit Ayn of the beat, correct. Ha-gozelet chadero, shave peruta. Okay, some friend. So he stole his, from his friend a shave peruta. Vinish ba'lo. Then he swore that what? He doesn't have it. And then he was modeh. You know, this, this is the Torah law. Torah law says that this guy has to pay back Kedin. And he has to pay back Chomish. And he has to bring a Korban Asham. Because what did he do? He stole, that's Kedin. And he made a Shivu'ah, they put a penalty of a Chomish. Plus, he's got to bring a Korban Asham to be prepared for the, for, the, for the false swear as well. <clears throat> but then he was modeh. Let's do a story. Guys, listen, I made a lie. So now the deen is So basically <coughs> You can't get kapara Until he goes To uh, uh, madai So the point is uh, Over here Why is he got to go to madai Why is he got to find the guy He's going to be out of pocket He's got to get on a plane Go to China And find the guy To give it So that she says Yodichenu achalav afidu lemadai. He has the word afidu bemadai. Now she says the el no kapara ad she yazil nixal atzmo. The ktiv la asher hulo. The gemenish bala sheker ktiv. This guy wants to make teshuvah, obviously. How can he bring a korban asham if he still has the uh, if he still has the the gezer? So therefore, you want to make a teshuvah? No problem. Return the item and then go bring the korban. <coughs> You cannot give the payment to his son or to his shaliyah, uh, meaning to the gazlan makes a shaliyah in order to uh, give it to him. That doesn't, that didn't get his hands. Unless the nigzal made his son a shaliyah to receive it. But you can't just say, well, I gave it to your son. No, that's not considered returning it. Or you can't appoint a shaliyah for yourself to say, go do it. No. That doesn't work. He actually has to uh, do it uh, himself, which means the place says, Shaliyah lost the money. You can't say, well, uh, I returned it, uh, my Shaliyah. Aval noten the Shaliyah bedin. Rabbi's made a leniency here. You could pay it to the court. And the court is the hand of the Nixal, and therefore, um, you know, they'll collect the money eventually, and then uh, he's off the hook. Vi'imet, let's say the Nixal died, so then, the Yorshav. So then, he has to give it to his uh, to his inheritors, to the inheritors of the Nizam. Okay, now let's get to some more cases. Natanlo etakeren. Beautiful. He gave the Nizam the principal, but he owes him more than that. He owes him homish also. Velo natanlo etachomish. Mahalo ala keren, or he forgave him for the keren. So basically, in both cases, Homish is still outstanding. He forgave him on both. He said, he forgave him on everything except. So he owed him less than the Shavet Peruta of Keren. That's all he owes him. The Gazlan in this case, he doesn't have to go to Madai. Uh, for this, why? 
because the law is you only have to go to Madai for Kedin payment and not Homish payment. So in the first two cases, the Kedin was, was off. In the third case, there's no Kedin. There's less than a Shemit Peruta. Less than a Shemit Peruta is not considered. I, which Om Homish. No, the Torah does not say you got to go to the end of the world in order to make the payment of Homish. <clears throat> and therefore, the deen is, Natanlo eta homish, lo natanlo eta kerem. Reverse. He gave him the homish, but he didn't pay him the kerem. Mahalo ala homish. He was mochelem on the homish. However, velo mahalo ala kerem. Mahalo al ze al ze. If he gave him on both, chutz mishaveh peruta ba kerem. But he left the peruta that he still owes him. Basically, what's the common denominator in all these three cases? There's still a kerem payment to be made. Sarik lelech acharav. That's kizrat katuv. But once already a guy makes a shemuah, and he's hayav kerem v'chomish v'asham, and he wants to make teshuvah, the only way out is, got to return the kerem, and then he can continue his, uh, his uh, process. Now the Mishnah comes along and says, Natan lo eta kerem, lo ala chomish. Okay? So he, he, he gave him the kerem, he didn't give him the chomish. And he came along and said, oh, the chomish? The guy said, where's my chomish? He says, uh, I paid you already. And he swears on the homish. So he swears that he paid the homish. And then what? He's more there than he didn't pay the homish. So now, homish al homish. So now the guy's got to pay. So let's say the guy stole, I don't know, a hundred bucks initially. So he stole a hundred bucks initially. So he owes 125 bucks, the homish. And now what? On the 25, he swore that he paid. Now he has to pay a homish on the 25. And so on and so forth. And let's say he swore again that he paid that homage, so he pays homage al homage al homage until there's nothing left. Until, until the homage becomes that's the shemit peruta, and then already that's uh, that's gone. Until the uh, the keren, which means uh, the homage that he keeps on denying becomes less than the shemit peruta, then already there's not a payment. Similarly, all, all that we were talking now in the mishnah is gazlan. Meaning he stole money, and then he swore that he doesn't have it. But the same Torah law applies to Picadon. What's the case of Picadon? He gave him a, a collateral. And then when he came to pick it up, he says, I don't have it. I swear I don't have it. Then he says, oh, I have it. Same law. He has to pick him, Bahomish, and then he has to find, go, go to Madai, and all the whole story. Bechem, be Picadon. as the Pasuk says, in the Pasuk of Asham Gezelot, it says, Vichihesh ba'amito, be Picadon. Or betzumet that's a loan. Or begazel, or ashakat amito, he he uh, held back his wages. Or matza aveda, we found an aveda and he denied. All these cases, it is a mishalem keren vechomish asham and asham as well. Rashi, Rashi says, achit ma'ech im hazar v'natan no chomish lishon v'nishbar al sheni v'hoda mishalem komsho. Okay, Gemara. Rak comes along and says, Wait. So, what do we say in the Mishnah? Guy who steals. And he made a shivu. He's got to go all the way to where? To Madai. So, Gemara makes a diuk. Sounds like only because he made a shivuah. Lo nishba'alo, but if he didn't make a shivuah, no. So the Gemara says, well, I don't know who the author of this Mishnah is. 
Mani, who's the author? Lo Rabbi Tarfon, Velo Rabbi Akiva, Litnan. We have a Mishnah in Yibamot. Kuf Yudhayt. Gazal, Echad Mechamisha. Famous case. Guy stole from one of five people. Venu Yudaya Ezemehim. But he doesn't know which one of the five. Vechod Echad Omer, Oti Gazal. Each guy says, I'm the guy that you stole from. Maniyah Gezila Benehem, Mistalek. The beater phone says, you put the gizela in between them and say, you, know, you fight it out, I'm good. I only have one of you. You guys don't know, uh, you, you, you guys all claiming it's you. I know it's only one of you. Put it in the middle, and then you, could, you can go away. You don't have to worry that each guy gets paid. It's enough that you tell them this is it, and take it. This is not going to save the guy from Avera. You want to really get off the hook? You got to pay each guy. So the Gemara says, Man, who's the author of Mishnah? Right. According to the B Tarfon, it sounds like, we don't, this case can be even talking about a Shivua and the Brighta, or this Mishnah. It sounds like what? You don't got to go to Madai and find the guy, put it in the middle and say, Good luck, go get your, uh, go get your item. So according to Mitarfon, to make yourself uh, 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 you know, clean from sin, then suddenly you got to go to Madai. Put it in the middle, and let them, let them take it. So therefore, uh, which means you don't have to get it back to the hands of the Nigzal. But that's what you did. Now, according to the which means, according to the Akiva, <coughs> this case in the Braita sounds like even if there was no Shivu'ah, and what is he saying? You got to make sure he gets it. Amishtas Mashi only make sure he gets it when there's a only when there's a shivuah. Amarat sheshem gizlad kol achad be'arad. So they were going to say mimanafshach. It sounds like again the Mishnah in Yibamot is in all cases ben nishba ben lo nishba. So chavra that goes against our Mishnah because Amishtas Mashma davka ben nishba you have to make the guy whole for sure by going to Madai. So the Gemara answers the Olam Rabbi Akiva. Okay, so basically, you know what the Gemara says? <coughs> that Mishnah over there, we need more, is talking about we made a Shivwa. Oh, so therefore, and in the case we made a Shivwa, what does the Akiva say? You got to pay back all five. <coughs> That's consistent with our Mishnah. <coughs> you made a Shivwa, you cannot bring the Quran Asham until for sure you pay back. I the guys in China. Sorry, you got to go to China. So therefore, we, 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 we're, we're making an you know, okimta over there in the Mishnah in Yeba Mod, and therefore we can say it's Rabbi Akiva, we can make our Mishnah Rabbi Akiva. So the Gemara says, now, you could have done the other way, by the way. You could have said that really the uh, Mishnah over there is talking about uh, or make, make our Mishnah, no, our Mishnah has to be Nishma. Make the, the Braith over there and therefore say, really, our Mishnah is a bitarfon, and the Mishnah over there is Lonishba. You could, you could have answered both ways. You have, you have a stira. So therefore, the, you, you could have said, the Mishnah over there, that the bitarfon said, you don't got to pay everybody because it was Lonishba. But really, our Mishnah that says Nishba is a, so make the Mishnah a bitarfon. So then she says, no, we'd rather make a Mishnah to be Akiva because we know, stop Mishnah, Alibad, Rabbi Akiva. It's better for us to learn everything where the Biyakiva can be the author as opposed to the Bita from Midrashi. 
We always like to make the Mishnah better like the Akiva Mishum. Right? All the rabbis, all their learning comes out of Akiva. Who's the Bimir's rabbi? Akiva. Therefore, we'd rather uh, uh, adjust whatever we have to do to make the Akiva the Mishnah. So the Gibra comes along and says, My Ta'ama. What's the reason of the Biakiba that if you stole from five people and you don't know which one you stole from, each guy says, I'm the guy. Why do you have to pay back each guy? And we're talking about what he swore. On the day that you want to bring the Qurban Asham, make sure that you pay them back. That means you can't bring the Asham until you pay the guy back. So therefore you can't finish this process of Asham until the guy is paid back. And therefore, that's, that's his pasuk. Rabbi Tarfon says, You're right. Even though the guy made a shivua. But that's the case we're talking about now. And really, technically, you're right. You got a pasuk. That sounds like you got to pay back everybody. But the Acham is lenient. He said, right, Just put it in the middle and let the guys uh, fight it out. Why? Avud Rabbanan Takanta. What's Takana? Takana Tashabim. God wants to make the shuba. If you're going to make the guy pay back five guys, he's not going to pay back five guys. He's not going to bring Hashem. He's not going to get the shuba. So the Bittar Fon instituted over Takarat Shabim to make it easier for a guy who was in such a situation. And that's why he said, just put it in the middle and bring your Korban. Now she says, Avud Rabbanan Takarat Shabim. Even though it says Lashir made a big takana for a gazlan that made a shivua, so he doesn't become hopeless that he will not be able to make the shuvah. Let's say the expense. Uh, a guy stole 100 bucks. But trip to go to China, it's going to cost him 1,000 bucks to return the, uh, 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 the item. Uh, so therefore... No incentive to make the shuvah because it's going to need to be out of uh, pocket. Mishalem keren v'chomish lebetim. Let him go to the local betim. Let him pay the keren. Of course, has to pay chomish because he made a shuvah. Umevi ashamo umitkaper lo and let him bring, let him bring his kapara. Yeah, but the trust you got to pay back. Yeah, but this pay if you pay back to the guy, he's not going to pay back because I sold a hundred. It's going to be a thousand. So he's going to just going to stay like that for the rest of his life. So the bittar phone says, "What? Go to the betim." Pay back the hundred, of course, add the homesh, and then go to the Beit Hamikdash and bring your korban Hasham. Now, the Biakiva, why the Biakiva doesn't agree with Takanata Shavim? He should agree with Takanata Shavim. Why, why does he say the Biakiva? No, you can't pay back all five guys, and then you can bring your korban Hasham. The Biakiva ki avud rabanata kanta hechad diyada leman gazle, which means in the case where let's say he knows who he stole from, elawat like the Mishnah. But he's in China. In that case, the Biakiva says, I'll make a takana, where the guy knows. However, because eventually the money's going to get back to him. Give it to the Betin. The Betin will get it to him. We know exactly who the guy is. So therefore, a tikkun will be made. 
So I have no problem with taking that when you know who the guy is, because ultimately the money will, will get there. However, in this case, where you stole from one of five, and you don't know who it is, <laughs> you got to pay back. Which is this case over here. There's a possibility that if you just put a, a, the hundred bucks in the middle, it's a possibility that the guy who really you stole from didn't get it back. So that case over there, I don't make a takana for him. Rabbanan will make a takana to make it easier if the gezel will get back for sure to the original owner. We you know who the guy is. Like in the case of the Mishnah. We know who the guy is, which is in Madai. There we say, I'll give it to the local Betty. But Sheinkin over here, where we don't know, so the Mekiva says, that's not going to be enough. Subsequently, that what? Uh, okay, I guess we'll have to stop over here.